Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador. No. Mm-mm. King of flow. Oh, here we I, go. I'm, yeah, old habits <laughs> die hard. Uh, you know what I do at the beginning of every podcast, Matt, before I tell people who you are and ask you how you're doing? What's that? I'm turning the camera on, you know, I come yep. over here and I sit down. I always end up, you know, like sitting on my foot, like with my, you know, it's just kind of like the way I like to sit. Right. And then I have to adjust, right? 10 every seconds time. of the podcast, I have to adjust every time because I feel like I'm like yeah. like a turtle. My head's going down in the shell to reach the microphone. Right. How you doing, big guy? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, Mr. King Emperor, Grand Poobah of Flow guy. <laughs> Guru <laughs> of Flow. <laughs> so, doing fantastic. So I'm, I'm, I'm not tired. I don't really get like super tired. Uh-huh. But I've been yawning today. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why that is. Because your body's trying to oxygenate, preparing for sleep. Yes. But <laughs> that's the scientific, right? This, Matt's the scientist of recruiting. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the fun answer is... Oh, I got you. I'm sorry. I was up till 1 o'clock this morning reading a book. Nice. Called The Bourbon Empire. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, Matt, tell us what we're talking about today. <laughs> it sounds like bourbon. It seems like we're talking about bourbon. Yeah. Oh, so uh, so you made a great hire. It's time to move on, right? Just move yeah. on. That's what not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> Guys, not so fast. Wherever you're hitting, uh, wherever you're hitting, wherever you're hitting the punching bag of recruiting today. That's right. Uh, wherever you're listening to this or watching it, make sure you're hitting that. Uh, follow button that subscribe button we'd be so grateful for that uh, make sure you go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com sign up for our weekly newsletter uh, we just fill that uh, full of full of recruiting value uh, just so that you constantly have some cool stuff from us absolutely free outside of the podcast yep man we can't follow them around all day but we would if we could we would yeah we just say listen don't do that do more of that yeah do more of this don't do don't do more of that so matt yeah, um, yeah, you know, you, you feel like you get that hire. Man, I just yep. crushed it. Guys, you know, uh, we brought this new agent on. They're just going to kill it. They, they sold $7 billion in, in uh, trailer parks right. la- last, last, just last month alone. Right. Let's not even, not even look back. Let's just keep moving forward. This is going to be perfect. Can't do it. Not so fast. Not so fast. Let's tell everyone why. After you get this great hire or any hire, really, you still want to go back and, and take a look at some stuff. Because you might have screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the short answer, right? Yeah. Oh, so so what we have to what we have to be careful about is every hire impacts who we are. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So going back and taking a look and going, okay, did that person really match? Right. Because mm-hmm. there's there's no real estate match.com, Right. And even if there was, it would be as catfished up as match.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, uh, so you, you have to go back and you got to take a look, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, the, and the reason why you, you take a look is so that you can better understand, you know, was it the right person? How did, how did it actually, you know, how did it go and did everything go smoothly? And if you go back, let's say that you go back and you look at 10 people. Six months later, and you go back, and you just kind of you go, okay, let's let's go back. I hired you know I hired ten people over the past you know six months ago from you know twelve months ago to six months ago. Yeah, let's go back and look and see. 
how acclimated they are. How much do they like the company? How much do they fit? How much do they do, right? If you go back and you look at 10 of them and you have zero out of 10 that are a good fit, there's a problem, right? Yes, there's, there's a big problem. We're going to talk about, you know, where you might find those problems yeah. here in just a second. I want to I want to point something out, guys. This is something that maybe you've noticed. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm with Matt every day of every day of my life. And, uh, you know, bless my heart. <laughs> and <laughs> this is one of this is one of the things that truly I'm amazed by. And and I just and I just love because I know that I'm getting specifically um, just all 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 the message. Whenever you make a list of something, you're like, hey, you know, you need to know these things. When it's done, you know, we know we we know you like threes that kind of thing. But sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four, sometimes it's five. We did a video the other day. It was like these are the seven things that yep. you need to take a look at. Gosh, it you you, you never try and just say, well, I need these five things. That's what most people do, yeah. right? We're going to, you know, the list is five today, right? but I, I love, I love that the listeners, man, when I see five things, six things, seven things, two things, I know that really, you know, when, when, when these show notes come out, it's like, I'm giving it to you, yeah, right? Whatever you need to know, I'm, I'm giving it to you. And, and, and I'm speaking from a listener standpoint of, you know, you know, I, it's just, we're just super grateful that you do that. Well, I, I appreciate that. There so many times it's, you know, I'm listening to a, a book or I'm, I'm on a coaching call or something like that. And, you know, whenever I'm on a, whenever I'm on a coaching call, you know, I take notes about what's going on. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody, I think probably knows this, we've mentioned this, but you know, I record all my coaching calls, right. Because yep. sometimes just like in the podcast, man, I get going and, you know, we're talking through what's going on. You know, we've listened and, and figured out what they're doing, what they need to do. But sometimes I just get rolling. And uh, and so I take notes so that so that I know kind of where we've been with some of that. But so many times our podcasts come from books I'm reading, come from articles that I've read, come from, uh, you know, uh, coaching calls that, that we've had, come from conversations that, that you and I have had, right? Yeah. And... And stuff comes up. And so I just, over a couple of day period, you know, I go, okay, well, if this is the topic, then, you know, what is it that matters about that? And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, two or three things pop in my head immediately. And then, you know, a day later or two days later, I'm listening to the same book or another book or another podcast or whatever it is. And something else pops up and I'm like, oh, that would really make a difference if somebody was doing this. And then I go back and I, and I, and I fill them in and everything. It's not, uh, you know, if, if I could just shake it and not think about recruiting in real estate, right? Right. Then, then show notes would probably be the two things you need to do today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That half a step. That half a, that's right. Yeah. That half a step. But that's just not the way, that's just not the way it, the, it's not the way it works out. Right. So yeah. things just, you know, things kind of stack up sometimes. And when they do, you know, I'd love to be able to share them, you know, not that, you know, we know that everybody doesn't implement everything that we do, right? Impossible. Right. Okay? Yes, of course. But, but what we want to do is we want to shape knowledge. Yeah, and something's going to stick. That's right. Yep. And and what's going to stick is going to adjust their perspective. Exactly. And if we can if we have enough information out there and it and it adjusts their perspective and it allows them to find out who they are, then they don't dread this. Yes, exactly. Right? So that's what we're that's what we're trying <clears throat> to accomplish here. So anyway. No, absolutely. I I love that, Matt. Right? I'm tearing up. Right? The king has cried. <laughs> but let's let, let's get to let's let's get to these these five things. Right. So you just mentioned, you know, you hire this, you know, you hire these 10 people, you look back and, uh, you know, maybe only three of them were good hires and the other seven, it's like, what in the world was I thinking? Right. 
right? We're saying, you know, how, how, how do you find um, why, why, why that happened? How do you prevent that yeah, from happening? Yeah, again, we got five things we're going to go over. And one of them is you really maybe you don't know what your culture is and you're mm-hmm. just kind of letting everybody in. Absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, so absolutely we want to dig into that. Before we dig into that, how do you, how do you determine if they're a fit? Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, uh, we could go in, you know, uh, 10 podcasts deep on that, but let's just, let's just give a couple of, uh, of qualifiers to determine. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Oh, so one would be, do they attend, right? Do they attend what you do? Okay. Okay. Do they attend your sales meetings? Do they attend your, your, uh, you know, your parties and your, all that kind of stuff, right? We've got, we've got people that, that put on mastermind groups, right? If you've got an office full of people and one of them attends that and 10 recruits from somewhere else attend that, you know, a lot of people are super excited. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Those 10 recruits are, are joining that one person in my office. Well, hang on a second. Why are the other people in your office not attending? Right. Yeah. So attendance is, is number one and, and tools adaptation is number two. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so everyone talks about their tools and systems. We talk about not doing it too much in the interview, but everybody talks about their tools and systems and hopefully how they adapt to the problem that the agent is having and can help them solve it. But if they come on board and they don't adapt them tools, look out. Yeah. Right. If they come on and they don't, and they're not part of your culture, they don't connect with you and they're not attending things. Look out. Yep. Okay. So those would be the two measurables that I would say, the two things, that the, the measuring stick that I would use. Okay, I hired 10 people. Out of those 10 people, how many of them are attending and engaged with what goes on in the company? Do yep. they connect with me on social media? Do they write all that? And then the second thing is how much of the tools and, and systems are they, are they using, right? Yeah, perfect. So that's how, that's how I would measure first. And then, and then you know, you, you basically said, you know, uh, do you, one of the issues that causes that gap of them coming on board and not doing those things. One is because your culture, right? Yeah. Okay. So hopefully everyone knows their culture. Hopefully everybody's got their, their head wrapped around it. However, whenever we're, whenever we're hiring, if you, if the part of your culture that you talk about, that's the greatest, the greatest part, right. And, and let me, let me give you a real good, a real good example here. You've got a, you've got a, a team leader in a brokerage that, is in that brokerage recruiting because they're getting ready to go start their own thing. Yep. Okay. Then they leave and a bunch of people leave and go follow them. Okay. The, the culture that they think they're getting is a blended culture. Yeah. It's the culture that was where they were and it's the culture of who that person was in there. Okay. Yep. It seems sexy as hell when it happens, right? Yeah. We're going to take what's good from here and we're going to go over there and do that. And we're going to, and then we're going to win. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, a lot of people fall for that, and absolutely, there's a lot of backfire that, that happens yeah. with that. There's always you just need a single barrel culture. That's right. That's exactly right. Not a double barrel culture. That's exactly right. So, so, in order to win at recruiting, you have to know what your culture really is. Yeah. Right. That means you have to be really in tune with it, and you have to get it out there, and your market has to know it. And if your market knows what that culture is, if your agents knowing what support what that culture is, it makes it easier for them to come on board and for them to for them to stay. Yeah. Is your culture that people don't attend things? Yeah. Is your culture that people don't use your tools and systems? If it is, you're causing attrition problems. Yeah. You need to fix that. Yeah. Right. And so step one is, you know, truly understanding what your culture is. And then if it's not the way that it needs to be, lean into that a little bit. Right. Yeah. Hire people that are going to that are going to that are going to acclimate to that. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Well, you know, we we can look at this, right? Like going into the second one of, you know, before before the uh, the interview even occurs. Mm-hmm. And that, and that being the, the appointment process, because you can save yourself a lot of time, mm-hmm. right? If your appointment process is actually qualifying qualifying people before they even sit down with you, right? I, I can't tell you how important this part is. And, and, here's the, and here's the reason why, right? So we have people tell us all the time, I just need more appointments, right? Yeah. That is the stupidest, okay? I'm just, all right, that is yeah. not the solution. Yes, 100%. If you're saying that I can't meet my goals because I'm not getting, I'm not hiring enough people, but yet you're going on appointments, then it's either an appointment or an interview issue. Yeah. Okay. And and the problem that most people don't realize with that is if you get more appointments and you do up and you convert at the same level and you do up that, that's a drain on what kind of resources, right? Your yeah. people, your, all of that. That's the, every that. resource you have. Absolutely. And then how, and then what are those people actually fitting into? Yeah. Right. They're fitting into a, okay, so we, we don't need to, we don't need to beat that dead horse. We've, we've talked about that a bunch of times before, right? Here's the, here's the, here's the bottom line. If, if, if you have appointments and your appointment to hire ratio, excuse me, your appointment to interview ratio is high and your appointment to hire ratio is extremely low. Take a look at your appointments first. Yep. Okay. Is that process working? Yeah. Is it getting them from when they agreed to actually sit down with you, being qualified, being the right person, and then them sitting down and actually having a conversation with you? Take a look at that first. Yeah. Right. It's not an accident that that's number two in this list. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, number three is no accident either. And that's actually where you're, where you're getting your people from, where, where you're targeting and, uh, and, 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 the pool essentially. Right. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, so how are you deciding who you're actually going to go after? Right. Uh, yep. so you can't go to an old list and get new information. Right. <laughs> okay. It just doesn't <laughs> yeah, work yeah. that way. Right. So are you going to a service, which there's a ton of them out there, right? There are a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going, are you getting it from the, are you getting it from the MLS? Are you going and searching websites? Are you going to Upworks and asking somebody to go find information on people? How are you getting that information about those people? Where are you pulling that information from? You have to make sure that it is a reliable source that you're getting that information from, because how can you determine who to connect with? that might possibly fit your culture if you have no idea whether the information that you're, that you're connecting with them on is accurate. Yeah. You know, or, or you could just, you know, go by, go by yard signs, right? Like that's probably what that person looks like, you know, or business everybody cards. always updates their business <laughs> card picture. Pretty sure I've got hair and a lot of websites. Oh man, I got, I got a, I got a picture on one of my business cards that, that I still have late cause I don't use business cards, uh, <laughs> right. but I've got a picture that's gotta be from, 1984. I don't know how old it is. It's, yeah, back it's when abs- people use business cards. Right. And back when I had hair, right? <laughs> no facial hair, but hair on my head. It was like the f- opposite. Yeah. So number two and number three, they were not on here by accident. Number four is an accident. Yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get everybody's attention. But yeah. number four is like super important, obviously, because it is the actual interview process. You, you know it. Yeah. So if, if you tried to hire 10 people or you hired 10 people, 
and you go back and look and nine of them are not a uh, nine of them are uh, are not a fit your interview process failed yeah period okay yeah. there's a lot of other things that it could be yeah. but that's kind of like that last piece of the net that should have caught them yeah, that's right? the epic fail that's a, that's the epic fail that's exactly right so a lot of times the reason why that's the case is because there's pressure on numbers instead of relationships yeah. Right. A lot of people believe that there's not enough people that look at business the same way as them for them to, in order to be profitable as a company in their market. And that's just simply not true. There, there is. You just have to find those people. You just have to you just have to connect with them. I mean, there might be a market out there that's not right. There's seven people and one person's a real estate agent. And right. Then and, and you want to have 20 people because that's what it takes to be profitable. That's a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's very few brokerages. And, you know, you just, you know, you got you got the worst reputation of the Oh yeah. Four of them. Yeah. Yeah. We deal with that a little bit too. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, it's, it's tough whenever, uh, you know, if, if we're making calls on behalf of someone mm -hmm. and, and we can't get appointments for them. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, you gotta take a close look at why we can't get uh, appointments for them in a certain market. Sometimes it's just the market. There's, you know, if there's, if it's a saturated market, yep. absolutely. There's an issue. Sometimes there's barriers in the market. Yeah. Right. And then sometimes it's just not a good fit and sometimes it's reputation, right? There could be, there could be a lot of reasons why that's the, why that's the case. Yep. So, uh, so, but if, if you're hiring them and they're, and they're, you're finding out that they're not a fit, the last kind of level of that is your interview. You need to take a close look at your interview. Yep. And then, you know, this one goes a little bit back to, uh, number three, which is where you're getting, you know, uh, where you're getting the people, you know, that you're targeting. Uh, but number five is that, you know, your recruiter, is focused is focused on the wrong thing no, mm -hmm. not necessarily the wrong people but they're focused on on the wrong thing yeah let me let me summarize what that is money yeah right hey mr recruiter uh if you make these calls and if you hire this many people i'm going to pay you this much per person that you per person that you hire right? yeah so if if that is your model and that fits i love it absolutely that's what you should be doing completely right yeah but, but you can't say that I've, I've run a brokerage that's all about relationship and it's really about, you know, helping people, uh, you know, uh, work with customers in a way that keeps them at the center of the transaction. And I'm very hands-on and supportive. By the way, I'll give you 500 bucks for every head you hire, yeah. right? You, you got to be really careful of what you're, how you're incentivizing that, that uh, recruiter. Let me, let me give you an example on this, sure right? Thing. Maybe pay them less per hire. The recruiters are out there are going, Matt, shut your mouth, right? Maybe yeah. pay them less per hire, but pay them more based on, on production or longevity. Or, mm. or, or pay them more based on referrals, right? So if you hire someone that is a, that's a good fit and they produce, you know, $3 million in their first year, uh, you know, maybe the, the recruiter gets X amount. But if they produce $3 million in the first year and they have two other referrals that turn into hires, maybe the recruiter gets paid Y amount. Gotcha. Right. So what is the recruiter focused on makes it makes a difference. Right. And yep. so what people do a lot of times is they go to uh, they go to franchise, you know, franchise conventions and the franchise conventions. One guy stands up and goes, well, this is how I pay my people. And everybody goes, oh, crap. Can you email me that piece of paper? And they email them the piece of paper on how they're going to compensate them. And they didn't take into account the other 96 factors that went into that. Yeah. Right? And so. Absolutely, somebody stands up and says they're winning. You should say, "Let me see that piece of paper." That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't say that. Or you shouldn't do that, but you should do that and not look at that inside a uh, uh, you know inside of a uh, a void environment, right gotcha. inside a vacuum. Okay, let me give you a, a a great example of this. Okay, 
And so here we go. We're going to get political for just a second. Um, I got my finger on the button over (laughs) here. On the automatic edit button. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what I hate on social media? When when somebody sees a comment that someone makes, Mm -hmm. and and they look at that comment and they start uh, uh, and they start giving their opinion on that, and you can tell that they had not looked any deeper than that comment. Yeah, they have their opinion, they have their perspective on it, and then they will say how stupid that is, and then they start start regurgitating something that the media has put in their it has put in their head, and they literally do not look at the entire comment. Yeah, and they don't go back and okay, so I don't comment a whole lot on on stuff on on social media whenever it comes to those type of things. Matter of fact, on on that I almost comment never. Yeah, and the reason why is because I understand there's there's you know three sides to a story. If yep. real the real estate taught me anything, there's three sides to a story, right? Yeah, and and uh, and I want to make sure that that before I comment on something, even if I think that I know what's going on, that I've taken a close look at all the aspects of it, so that what I'm putting out there is actually uplifting and yeah. it's making things better. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah, I'm not going to go research something right now. What's going on is, is truckers in Canada, right? Yeah, man, I don't have time to dig into that crap. You know how many different facets of that are, are happening right now? You know how many different pieces and components of that? Absolutely. I have an opinion based completely on my perspective, but I'm not going to go out there and start throwing an opinion around because I haven't looked at all of the pieces of that. Right. Okay. So whenever it comes, whenever it comes to, to you know, making sure you're hiring the right agents, when it comes to making sure that you're picking the right people to be on your, to be on your team, don't be that person that only takes one piece of information and makes a decision based on that one piece of information because it just so happened to be your perspective. Yeah. Lean into it, dig into it, try to figure everything out, try to understand it better, try to make sure that you know what it is that you're talking about before you make those changes. So if somebody stands up in your franchise convention meeting and says, hey, I won with recruiting, here's the piece of paper. Hell yes, get that piece of paper. Yeah. But understand it's just like a comment on social media. You got to look at all the other pieces of it before you make sure or, or lean into that to see if it actually fits what it is that you're trying to accomplish. That's why we put out so much content. Yeah. We want from every possible angle, we want you to try to be able to understand and have a very good grip on it as much as possible. And then we want our audience to win by making smart, informed decisions. And some of that comes from taking a close look at the people you hired and seeing if they're still a fit. Yeah, I love it. Guys, before Matt gets to that action item, I'm going to summarize just, I'm just going to summarize a little bit, right? Go back and, you know, you know, look at, look at the last, you know, five, 10 people that you've hired and say like, you know, is that, is that, is that a good fit? You know, if the majority of them are, are not, take a look at these five things. Um, listen here carefully because you may say, well, I know that's it already. Right. Right. Um, do you truly know your culture? You know, is, is your appointment process, you know, uh, locked in? Yeah. Locked in. Um, where are you actually getting the people that you're targeting? Um, is your interview process locked in? And if you have a recruiter or you are the recruiter, are you focused on the wrong thing, you know, while you're doing that recruiting process? Does that sound about right? It does. Any one of those can cause that 10 out of 10 bad hire. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all of them. That's exactly right. Yeah. So guys, wherever you listen to this, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, uh, Alexa, right? My mom's house. 
<laughs> hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside it, you get notified every time we drop a new episode. Guys, go to prospectboomerang.com. Check out all the cool stuff that Matt and I have to help your brokerage grow no matter what phase or uh, stage of business that you are in. Mr. Matt. Yeah, Benny. Hit us up with an action item. So go back and look at your uh, go back and look at your office. If you have a small office, go back and look at all of your agents, and don't do this. <laughs> don't walk around and point or point at them and do this. Just kind of look at it on a piece of paper, okay? Yeah. But just say, would I rehire them? Yes or no? Yeah. Would I rehire? Yes or no? 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 So put put next to their name whether you would rehire them or not. Don't let this piece of paper get yeah. out. Or Don't just, write or on the just top. Just line of them up and take a yellow post-it and a pink post-it <laughs> and put it on their forehead. <laughs> All the pinks <laughs> take a step forward. <laughs> All the yellows take a step towards the door. Exactly. So uh, so uh, but but figure out which ones you would rehire and then why. Yeah. What is it that they have in common? Why would you rehire them? Okay. If, uh, if you, if you, if you're hiring, you know, if you don't have a small office, you've got multiple offices or a bigger office or whatever, and you're, and you're, and you're uh, real consistent in your hiring, go back and do the same thing over the past 12 months. Would I rehire? Or would I not rehire? Go back and look and say, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And then on the people that you would rehire, look for consistencies on people that you would not rehire, look for consistencies and then try to work more towards one and less towards the other. Gotcha. I love it. Well, Matt, we all, we're always looking for it, and we know that every single one of our listeners would just get that pink post-it note right, right. On, right, right on their forehead. We, we our brokerpreneur yeah, community, we, we, baby. Yeah, we would keep everybody because you guys absolutely just kill it. And that makes us that makes us want to come, come on this podcast and kill it for one reason and one reason alone. Tell them why that is, Matt. Because we want to be part of their win. <laughs>